Simplified Chaos, Episode 60. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Wonderful friends, welcome to Simplified Chaos. This is Jillian, and I'm with my co-host, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? We've got another great episode here for you today. It's going to be a little bit more on the serious side. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Jill, uh, what are we going to be talking about today? The question that exhausts me the most. All right. You're going to leave the cliffhanger? I'm going to leave I, the cliffhanger. I like that. I like yeah. that. But before we get into that and before we show a little gratitude, Jilly, we're doing a little fundraiser. Yes, we are. We're selling Girl Scout cookies. Oh, God. Just Give me kidding. some tagalogs. <laughs> thin mints for me. Thin mints. I was never really a thin mint person. I'm not the, the chocolate and minty flavor. I, I, it no? doesn't do it for me. It's no. not meant to be for not, you? Not meant to be. No, no. <laughs> Give me some of that peanut butters. <laughs> yeah, so... If you haven't seen, um, we have 15 days to raise some money, some funds to kind of help keep this podcast going. We really try not to use any advertising on here. And I know we could seek out sponsors and advertising to kind of help with costs because guess what? A podcast isn't free. And we knew that going into it. But, you know, now that we're getting really serious, it would be really nice to have a little cushion to kind of help support this podcast and if you are getting some type of value from it it would be wonderful just to spread your love in a monetary way not a lot but just support us through buying a t-shirt and uh a simplified chaos t-shirt with a awesome cocktail in front of it why wouldn't there not be a cocktail on there there was a little contest to see what which picture would be better a picture of a latte because we are coffee snobs yes we do love our coffee but we're also cocktail snobs too and we may love our cocktails a little bit more. <laughs> our audience on Instagram voted. I mean, most people voted for the cocktail because they're like, that's you guys. Like, you're always drinking cocktails when you podcast. So that is the shirt we're, um, we're putting out there as a fundraiser. And thanks to Custom Inc. for, you know, putting that together for us. And yeah, so if you are supporting us, it's a very nice, soft T-shirt. It would be so cool and so sweet of you guys to support us and purchase a T-shirt and... Uh, kind of help keep this going yeah so check it out uh check it out on our instagram it's at simplified.chaos and just go to our bio the link's right there Um, i probably should put it on the website too that's all right it's on both of our instagrams at the clean and simple life and uh simplified.chaos yeah it is so help us out guys we and we appreciate we so so do and there have been a couple people who have already bought their t-shirts so thank you guys for doing that we you guys are amazing. Yeah. So before we get into our topic, Jilly, what are you grateful for today? I I don't think I've ever done this, but I am grateful for my self-control. Ooh. Yeah. You usually don't have much self-control. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I'm kidding. Um, I feel comfortable sharing a lot of things that I normally don't share on social media, like on Instagram posts. But since this community is very tight and... You know, it's it's just cozy and I feel comfortable speaking about things, um, a lot of things that I normally don't talk about in public to everybody. But 
Um, I'm really beating around the bush here. You are. <laughs> so today um, I had a meeting at school for um, a, me- a a club that I'm in. I'm chosen for. It's like it's a like, leadership It's a leadership club. club and I'm very grateful for it. And I've been in this club for a long time. But lately um, there have been a lot of things that have been getting to me and my stress and my overwhelm have been like tippity top about to like spill over. And today we were supposed to have a meeting and instead of forcing myself to go, even though I knew it was going to make me feel not my best, I just sent out an email to my principal who's amazing. And I just said, Hey, I have an appointment today, but let me know how I can help out. You know, let me know what, what happens at the meeting and I will be sure to help support whatever you guys are talking about today. But I realized that appointment, it wasn't a lie. Appointment was with my daughter. Yeah. I crave to see Lucille at the end of the day. And when there's too many things that are getting in the way, after school programs, meetings, I start to feel my body react in a way that I'm like, I need to fucking get out of here. I need to be home. So today I listened to my body and I was like, I'm not, I'm not going. I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm not going to feel guilty. I'm not going to feel ashamed. I have an appointment with my daughter and she is the most important thing to me. I mean, besides you and our family, but thank you. Yeah. I was like, I I need to listen to my body and just get home. And I love the way that you look at things and and how you're looking that as an appointment with Lucille, as opposed to just like skipping out or something like that. I mean, she's a very important part of our lives. Maybe the most important thing. Okay. Maybe is the most (laughs) important thing in our lives. For sure, yeah. But yeah, no, and and you know, when when things aren't going as well at, at work or whatever, or if things are a little bit different, and you know, you need to kind of step away from that stuff, and and you know, that way, you, when you do have to be there, you know, you can show up and be your best self, True. Um, and, and that's I think a, an important thing that people don't realize and, and tend to lose track of is that, hey, yeah, work is tough and and it can be stressful. And sometimes you just need to step away from that. And, and even if it is something that's extracurricular or, or, or something that's in a leadership position, you have to show other people that you're willing to step away from that and say, hey, I need a break. This isn't jiving with me right now. For sure. Yeah. Let me go home and spend some time with my daughter and go outside and splash in puddles. And I think before I feel the need to kind of explain myself all the time when really I was just like, I have an appointment. Like if they want to ask more, I I will be happy to say, yeah, that was with my daughter. Do you think? They're going to say something I don't about think that. Would question exactly. That. So, yes. And if they did. Yes. Um, well, if they did, then I know that that's okay. They don't understand. And, um, but anyway, I wanted to share that in case anyone else was feeling in a similar space where they're stressed or overwhelmed and they feel obligatory to do all of the things and be the person that everybody needs but really like you're you're most important and sometimes that involves stepping away and doing what you feel called to do versus feeling what you think you're supposed to do absolutely so yeah enough about me what are you it's grateful not, for hun? Well, mine's on the complete opposite end of the spectrum okay because mine's just like nonsensical banter with friends mm. so went to the maryland nebraska game basketball on Tuesday night with some really close friends, guys I've known my whole life and tend to have nonsensical conversations with all the time. (laughs) And it was a game, we always bet on these games and we bet on the spread. And of course my buddy who's a Nebraska fan always wins because Maryland never seems to cover the spread against Nebraska. That was besides the point. We're, We're trying to figure out a way to do a bet where 
somebody, if they lose the bet, has to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. Which is ridiculous. Which I think is the greatest <laughs> thing for a bet ever. I, I, I mean, to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House, you have to go through three people's shifts. I feel like this would be should be documented. Like, oh, 100%. All of the conversations 100%. and people you meet, this could be this and could be a YouTube. nobody steal my idea. We have to make this happen first. But anyways, <laughs> the whole idea was, at this point, we were talking about somebody threw a paper airplane on the, on the basketball court. They stopped the game and said the next time something goes on the court, there's going to be a technical foul, <laughs> which gets our minds going in all different directions. And for some reason, like, the thing that was brought up was, like, can we throw a shoe... On the court from where we were. And we were in the upper level. Um, to me, I think it's possible. I think that I can easily get a shoe on the court. But two of my friends thought that we could Prove couldn't. it. Prove I, it. Well, that was what it was going. And my one buddy was like, I can absolutely do this. And was like ready to take the bet. But of course, who throws a shoe, honestly? <laughs> and especially at a basketball game where you can get kicked out. I mean, it's not even about the shoe at that point. He loved the shoe that he was wearing. But it gets us talking about... How would you throw it? There was a catwalk that we could possibly throw it over, but it was a little bit more risky if you hit something, then oh you probably wouldn't gosh. make it. Or if you threw it at it and then make sure it had a trajectory. Like we got into this conversation and it continued until we got to the car. And it was just fun. And, and I appreciate that stuff. It makes me laugh. It's silly. It's nonsensical, but it's just who it's us hanging out with our boys and, yeah. and, and just having a good time. And, you know, the, the game was a lot closer than we wanted it to be. And, and Maryland ended up pulling it out. But it was just a fun evening with the guys. And, and, you know, I thank you for, you know, we've talked about time apart and, you know, yeah. how that's healthy for our relationship. And we live that like, you know, you're getting ready to go to Texas. You'll be in Texas when this podcast comes out for a, a teacher's conference. You're going to yeah. have some you know opportunity to, to do some learning. And it's great. You know, I, I think it's it's awesome that you're looking to build your skills and, and, and find different strategies for, for teaching. And I got to remotivate the hell out of myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So enough with, uh, showing some gratitude, Jilly, you've left them on a cliffhanger. Yeah. What is this question that you keep getting that you need to talk about? Um, our audience was really, um, adamant about us podcasting about this because I had brought it up and I had I have written a blog post about this but today we are tackling a tough question and I don't know if it's tough for both male and female but it's definitely tough for me for females Uh, the question that pertains basically to the what's next mentality that I think we all face you know um, it could be about like when are you getting married when are you moving in together but this specific question is about Kids. Yes. We have Lucille. And now the question is, when are you having another kid? When are you having another kid? And I've heard all different kinds of versions of this question. Sometimes it's not even a question. It's a statement. So you're having another kid. Not sure. I'm not really sure yet. Yeah, um, yeah you, you got to have another kid. Like Lucille needs a sibling. Um, and again, I go into detail about all the different ways this question or topic has been presented to me. And the reason why I had to write about it is because that was my way of processing it. And it got to a point where I was extremely, extremely overwhelmed and stressed and sad and confused and all of the mixed emotions all fucking together. I remember when it happened because I walked in the house and you just had a complete different look to you and, um, 
I mean, I was, I thought you were sick at first. Like, you know, you, you just looked completely worn out. Hmm. Um, and I read your blog post and cause I don't think we even really got into all the crazy details about, <laughs> um, you know, yeah. what happened that day. But I mean, for me, it's, it's very eye opening, and, you know, I obviously have my perspective, which I'll share with you, but I, I think, you know, it, it's probably good to, to kind of dive into, to know what exactly happened. And this podcast is all about simplifying the chaos in life. And sometimes that is a specific question or a topic. And for right now, that's that's exactly what was happening. And it's still kind of lingering in this season of life. But I feel so much more comfortable and confident in answering that question now because I processed it, because I've, I've sought support and um, because I've kind of formatted questions to kind of help me decide what's best for me. And... But what really was like the tipping point was that I had a, an epic meltdown in my car on the way home from work. Clearly, yeah, I, I, mean, I can't <laughs> picture this. Like you, you, I read about it and I still like, you know, I've seen you sad and upset before. Um, but what you wrote and what you described was something that I know I've never seen. Um, and can, I, I mean, I can't imagine. And then, you know, I feel so many different emotions about it. You know, I, I feel sad. I feel, um, you know, that I could have been there sooner that we could have had this conversation earlier, but mm. you know, I, I don't, you never want something to get to that point. Um, and it did. And, and obviously you were able to release what was, you know, holding, I don't want to say holding it down, but like what was like itching at you or, or whatever, you know, for a while. And I didn't realize it was such a burden. And I guess I just kept holding it in and it was it was compounding and compounding and building on each other. And then finally, it just it came out of me. Luckily, it was in the car by myself. <laughs> I mean, there might be some people passing me by. They're like, this chick is fucking going nuts in her car. She's <laughs> screaming. She's crying. What is happening? Is she going to have an accident? So it was. It was quite a scene, but I'm just glad I didn't. It didn't happen to somebody I loved. Like I didn't take it out on somebody that didn't deserve to f- hear it or see it. And right. I've learned a great value. I mean, I've learned a great lesson in this experience that maybe I should have talked about this before it got to that point. But honestly, I don't think I even realized it was that bad until it was just like that last, yeah, <laughs> that last experience I had. I don't know what it was, but it was just like I am gonna go fucking nuts if, well, and, yeah. and we I think we talked about it but we never really like went in depth about it and, and you know it could have been maybe I could have questioned a little bit more dove a little bit deeper but I mean when we were having those conversations before you were just kind of expressing your frustration with it but yeah I didn't really know that it was much deeper than than just the frustration you know it's like hey this person asked me again today and you know it you know it it didn't seem like it was bothering you as much as it actually was and you know looking back on it i probably could have questioned a little bit more maybe no no but you know it got to the point and it it got to that point for a reason and this is why we're talking about it now and yes yeah so i think i figured out and i kind of talk about this in the blog post i figured out what it was that was making me so upset and it was the fact that when people had stories about how if you're an only child you're going to be lonely how if you're an only child like who are you going to play with 
the part that really got to my core was when somebody told me, like, what happens when you and Nick get old? Like, Lucille's going to take care of you by herself. And that, like, shit. Like, why would you say that? Right. Like, what is... Like, it just had me in my mind, and I'm probably going to get upset. I'm trying not to. But it had me so fucking mad. Not at that person. I mean, probably at the time, I was really fucking pissed at that person. (laughs) But really, it's like, I don't know what the future holds for Lucille. And how do I know we're going to be a burden for her? There are so many fucking unknowns in this topic. And it's so many hypothetical questions. And I even talk about that. And I kept processing and creating these stories. And everyone kept painting, painting this picture of Lucille being lonely and Lucille being the only person that's there to take care of us and then almost being a burden for her. So, of course, in my head, I'm p- painting this horrible picture of Lucille and her life of being an only child. And then as we get older, she has the job to take care of us by herself. And I'm like, this is so fucking exhausting mentally. But, you know, and, and that's so unfair, too, because I've seen stories uh, and I know people who will go through this who... They have siblings, but only one of the kids are actually taking care of the, of the parents. And then they have resent and remorse against their siblings because they're not pitching in or, or pulling their weight with that. So, I mean, there's there's always two sides of the story. And, yeah. you know, who's to say that we're going to need her to take care of us? You know, it's we're, we're talking about, what, 40 years from now? And 50 now? years from now? Who knows? And who knows what technology and stuff is going to yeah. be? I mean, like, there's so many things that can change. Um, and it's so unfair that somebody would, would put that, yeah that stress and that burden on you and, and, and make you feel like you're, you're doing things wrong or question, you know, make you question what you believe in. Like, I, I think that's I know. absolutely a dick move I, again, with, for lack of a better term. I was giving other people way too much power over my thoughts. Like that was not on them. It was on me. And it took me a while to reflect on that, that they were not doing anything wrong. This was all me. I had to strengthen myself and get really clear on what I wanted. Yeah. Because that's why it was affecting me. Their stories, their narratives were affecting what I thought was best. And it got to me. It got to me really bad because I have no idea what it's like as an only child. I've always had a sibling my whole life. So, of course, I'm like, well, I don't know what it's like to be an only child. Like, what if I'm doing something horrible to Lucille and her future? And again, you go back to like, I hope to be thriving when I'm 100. If anyone hasn't, if you haven't heard our interview with Michelle Knight, like her goal is to be over 100 and fucking doing things like she's doing now. Like, that is my goal. I hope that I know eventually we're going to die. And that's why life is so beautiful. But I mean... I really hope to be around and energetic for as long as I can. And I don't want to fucking think about any burdens that we're putting on Lucille. Like, I I just don't have that mindset at all. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they were putting that in me and that seed was growing and growing and growing. I gave their their opinions, their thoughts way too much power. So it had nothing to do with them. It had everything to do with me. And I was carrying this baggage for too long in my head. And I should have known, like, any healthy relationship, like... I don't carry the baggage by myself. Mm. I need to share that with you. And I should have shared it earlier when I heard more comments before then. And I didn't. So if anyone is still struggling with this question, like do yourself a favor and start sharing with somebody. Yeah. What would you, in that situation, would you say something differently or would you just approach it differently and just kind of give them their peace and their, their mind and go off and do something differently? What would you change? 
uh, if you had to go back through those different conversations and and I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot with no, that. No, no, I mean, it's it's good because somebody actually commented on my blog post and said that someone had been asking them those questions and they started giving really uncomfortable answers back to them. And I don't know what exactly it was, but right. that was their way of dealing with it and it actually shut people up. And I don't want to shut people up, but I do want to get them thinking that like there's more to having a kid than just what you're telling me. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it has to be a conversation. So, you know, I work in a field where it's like mental health and you know, mental health, especially in the workplace, which is, you know, we offer workplace solutions, but it's still so stigmatized in the workplace and people can't have a conversation. And, you know, our whole idea, our whole goal is to try to normalize those conversations. So I feel like if you just kind of, you know, shake your head yes or whatever, you know, don't respond. Yeah. That's not helping the situation. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, if you say something that makes people feel uncomfortable, and they just kind of end the conversation there. There's no actual dialogue that's happening and there's no, they're not understanding where you're coming from. And I think that's yes. what it's all about. Is yes. they, they, you need to understand where they're coming from, but more importantly, they need to understand where you're coming from because they don't know what you've been through in order for us to just get Lucille. I mean, some people might, but other people don't. Um, and that's not on them. Like you said, you know, that's that's something that, that you know, that's that's whether or not you put that out there, that's on you, but they don't know what you had to go through in order for us to even have this bundle of joy in our life. I did this once. Somebody at work basically told me how I have to have another kid and I had the time to tell her. That's the one thing is sometimes I feel like I don't have the time and space to go into detail about what happened, but I did say, you know, it was really hard for me to get pregnant and they're like, oh, it was? And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it took me a really long time and you're right. I think making the time, and this is this is my fault. I should have made the time to kind of inform them. A part of me is like, I don't want to have to inform every single person. But I will say in that experience, I informed them about how, what a struggle it was to get pregnant. And the next day that person came to me and said, are you mad at me? And I said, why? And she's like, I feel like I, I shouldn't have said that. Like, I feel really bad. Like, they came kind of remorseful because they had no idea what my experience was right so I do know that that way is effective it was just I think I felt so rushed in my work environment that I couldn't I didn't have the time and space to kind of inform everyone of my personal life right and right. sometimes I don't want to have to but I do see the benefit in sharing more when you have the time because people do care and people are empathetic but they don't know what they don't know so unless you're willing to be open and share it which I was with that one person in my work I do see how that can create a ripple effect in clarifying the struggle of this question and this topic it's not it's not an easy question for a lot of women and right the reason I know that is because when I reached out on Instagram, because I was like, help, please tell me, like, help me process this question, this topic, because I am struggling so much. At least 30 women on Instagram messaged me with such amazing fucking feedback about just empowering me that this is your story you created. And the part that really I needed to hear the most were the people who were only only child. Right. They were just saying my life was amazing. I didn't have any siblings, but that didn't affect like my life. Like I was still happy. I'm thriving. And that yeah, they're not mad at their parents exactly. or anything like that. Yes. They're only having one. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy. And, 
you know, there are a lot of people don't weigh the positives and negatives on things. You know, they only see it one way, but there's going to be so many positives if Lucille's an only child. You know, there we, we can show her more attention. There's more time for us to do more activities with her. And, and you know, she she's going to have friends. You know, we're going to be able to get her in front of a lot of people. And, you know, we're it's going to be a lot easier for us to help guide her and, and show her that attention as parents. You know, and I think that's an important thing, too, is being able to show kids attention when they need it. So, yeah. you know, she's going to have certain advantages that kids who have brothers and sisters, multiple siblings won't have. And then there's going to be some disadvantages that she's going to have. So, I mean, I know I it, guess it is what it is. At know? this point, I'm just tired of justifying why I want one kid. I just want to be like, I want one kid because she makes me happy. Like, can that just be the statement that I say? Yeah, you That's can absolutely it, say that. You know? And if anybody wants to dive deeper, you know, you can have that conversation. Yes. But I think for most people, that'll be enough. But yeah, so... I just want people to know that I just don't feel ashamed for seeking support on these tough, tough questions. And it could be anything. It could involve children. It could involve getting married. It could involve whatever the next step is. And I feel like a lot of questions that make people frustrated are what's next for you? Like, when are you doing this? Or when are you doing blank? And we feel rushed in this society. And I... Well, and that's the other problem is that people make assumptions. Like, when, when somebody asks you that, they're making an assumption without even having that first part of the conversation with you. So, you know, it's, it's like, okay, well, thank you for asking me that. Let's rewind that and ask me, you know, am I... And there's, it's another way you can ask it instead of saying, when are you having another kid? Are you guys thinking about how, having another kid? And that's a whole different conversation. Yes. It's a very different approach. And it's just changing the language that we use can be so impactful and, and make a difference in the way that the conversation goes. I'm sure if somebody asks you, are you thinking about having another kid? You can you're you're going to let your guard down a little bit and be like, you know what? Actually, no, we we're, we're just going to be good with, with Lucille. And then they can ask a follow-up question or they can choose not to ask a follow-up question. They can accept your answer or maybe they're curious and want to dive deeper. But then it's not putting you on the defensive right away. It's yes. it's it's asking you, what are you thinking? Rather than, you know, making an assumption and putting that and saying, okay, she's got one. She's going to obviously want to have another. And that might not be the case. I like that. I think that's great advice for anyone out there who wants to spark conversation with someone who does have kids or maybe they don't just say, are you thinking of having kids yeah. or are you thinking about getting married? Are you thinking about moving in with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever? It's it's like, OK, there's just that simple change in, in language can change the whole conversation or even just saying hey how are you like how are things yeah, going yeah. and then if that person's comfortable they're gonna share what's going on in their life because people love to share about themselves yeah. like ultimately we want to connect with people so maybe not even uh, not even saying what is typically next in life because sometimes i feel like people don't always want to be reminded of this is typically what people do next because mm -hmm. so maybe they don't even want to hear that maybe just saying How's life? Like, yeah. what's new? I think yeah. it's a great way to approach it. Like, just saying, what's new? Well, and also, on the other side of it is, a lot of times, people don't even know what the fuck ne is next. <laughs> like, it's just like, okay, thanks for making me feel like shit because I don't know what I'm going to do <laughs> next. But, yeah, I mean, oftentimes, we don't have it figured out. We're figuring it out as we go along. Um, yeah, 
should you plan and have long-term goals? Sure. I mean, there, there are certain things that you need to do that, but oftentimes I, mean, I don't know what the fuck's next for me. Like, yeah, who knows? Like tomorrow is another day and could bring something completely different to our lives than what we're seeing right now. So yeah, I don't know what the fuck's next for us. It's funny. Cause I just had this speech with my kids. <laughs> I had a quite a long speech with my kids today and, um, their behavior supposedly in the cafeteria was not the best. So we came back and had like a little powwow and I told them, I was like, I know you think adults are mean, but really adults don't have it figured out either. And they may scream or they may yell or they may say something that you think is really hurtful. But honestly, they don't know how to process this. They don't know. They don't have all the tools and Mm -hmm. strategies either to handle all of you kids. So it's like, yeah, they're outnumbered <laughs> yes. like a hundred to I, one. I was trying to break it down to them. Like their goal is to make sure you were eating in the cafeteria and you were safe. So they don't believe me when I tell you they want to connect and get to know you and want to hear your problems and help you process them. They do, but they just don't have the time to do it. And I don't have it all figured out. I was like, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but adults don't know everything and adults don't have it figured out. And they were like, oh, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like. I, I want you to be aware of this now, so in case this happens again, you can say, oh, they're not yelling at me because they're mad. They're yelling at me because they don't have the tools to to deal with this in mm-hmm. a way that's kinder. Yeah. And I know this is slightly off topic, but I'm just saying that like we don't have all it figured out, so maybe asking questions to people that don't involve what's the typical next step, just saying, how are you? What's new? That's it. Yeah. Plain and simple. We're going to keep it simple here on Simplified Chaos. That's right. What's That's what new we do. with you? That's right. But um Yeah, I don't know how much longer I want to dive into this topic cuz I wrote a lot of it on my blog post which yeah. will That'll be in the show notes for show. It will, but I did want to just say really quick the kind of questions that I developed that gave me a lot of clarity on this topic because I needed some kind of guidance. So question 1 was would having more children make my life better? What do you think, Nick? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Number two, do I want to go through the process of having another child? Right now, it's a hell no. It was really tough for me. It was very tough for you, and there's been no indication that it would be any easier this next time around. So, Even though I hear stories, sometimes well, you get pregnant no, really fast, and it's like, yeah, but maybe I just... And that was I something I was thinking yeah. about today, too, is like, okay, we, we know what you went through when... We were trying to conceive Lucille. But now we're adding Lucille into the mix. So imagine going through everything that you went through before, but also being responsible for for her. And that would just, the, the stress would just go yeah. through the roof. And I, I do not want to see you go through that again. I mean, I know how tough it was for you the first time. I mean, we were ready to pack up our life and move to the West Coast because of just how difficult it was. Yeah. And now we add Lucille in the mix and, and, you know, if we had to go through that again, I can just, you know, imagine, and I I don't want you to go through that again. Like I, it was, it was tough. So I appreciate that, honey. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, number three was what I feel incomplete or less of a woman only having one child. And I definitely would not, I definitely would not. And this is how I'm feeling now. And I know it could change. Right. But really, these three questions have helped bring confidence to my decision. It helps bring some clarity to what I want in life. And it helps simplify the fucking chaos of this topic and this question. And 
I'm still hurting a little bit sometimes when I hear comments, but I'm, I'm much, I feel more equipped handling it now mm-hmm. because I feel like I have the tools and the verbiage and the vocabulary ready to go. And as a husband, I feel more equipped to handle that conversation with you now that I know what you went through just a couple of weeks ago and, and, you know, we've had a deeper conversation about it. So I think I know the right questions to ask at that time to hopefully not that you're not getting to that point anymore. I appreciate that. And I, it's funny cause I really didn't process like what kind of questions to ask people who may be married or who may have just had a baby. But I do know that I definitely don't ask when are you having another kid? So I'm glad we kind of talked about this right now. This is like the first time we really process it together because now there are some people at work who have had just the kid or have just gotten married. And instead of asking, are you thinking of having kids, which could be okay, but I know that if somebody has had multiple miscarriages, Mm -hmm. which I am aware that there are people that I know that have had that, I'm just gonna say, how are you doing? And like, what's new? And usually they are open to share if I just say, what's new? Um, so that I'm going to use, that is in my toolbox now for any woman who maybe is just married or going through things that I may not be aware of. So thank you, honey, for letting me process this question on, uh, on the podcast in front of all our friends and listeners. And we, we hope that, you know, people are able to take something away from this one. I know this is a, uh, a difficult subject for you to talk about. Um, and I'm sure a lot of folks appreciate you opening up and, you know, being yourself and, and, and really just, you know, diving into this important topic. So I think your resource is your blog post. I do have one more. Oh, you do. If have that's okay. One. Sure. Um, one of our uh, listeners, shout out to Stephanie. She, um, she read my blog post, I'm assuming. And, she um, DM'd me on Instagram uh, a post that was um, from at Haley Shevener. I hope I'm pronouncing it right, but we will tag her handle in the show notes. She had this phenomenal blog um, Instagram post, and this is basically what it said. If you're going to ask if she will have another child, be open to discussing, and here's the list, <laughs> her miscarriage, her infertility, her postpartum depression, her financial concerns, her birth trauma, her health issues, her lack of family support, her disinterest, her unhealthy relationship. And it just goes on and on about things that come up when you talk about having another kid or just having a kid. And there's a couple on there that you went through. There's multiple. Yes. It's not just one thing. So I feel like that question is such a heavy and loaded question. So if you are asking that, be prepared to have that conversation. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that you just put that out there because all of those things are what people are feeling and it's happening so much more than we think in women now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the other thing is I think more women are more comfortable stepping up and talking about it. And I think the more that we talk about it again, kind of like what I went back and said, it normalizes the conversation and, People need to be educated on it. So you know, we need to keep talking about it until people understand. And I'm all about doing it in a kind way. I don't want to be bitchy. Right. I don't want to be right. a dick about it. But I do want to 
I do, you're right. I need to stop being quiet and shaking my head and just tell people what it is they're asking. That That's a very loaded question now. So just be mindful of that when you ask that to anybody else because there's a lot of things that are behind that. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Quote of the day, Jilly. Quote what of the day. What do you got for us? I found this on um, mindset.therapy. It's um, and it's somebody I, I wasn't following on Instagram, but I found it and I was like, yes. Okay. So here's the quote. It's kind of long, but it was. Oh, you got a long quote today. It was on point for what our discussion was. Give it to us. Self-control is strength. Calmness is mastery. You have to get to a point where your mood doesn't shift based on the insignificant actions of someone else. Don't allow others to control the direction of your life. Don't allow your emotions to empower your intelligence. I dig that. It was so loaded, but so exactly how I was feeling. Yeah. Absolutely. Good dig. I like it. (laughs) All right. And take action challenge. So, hey, friends, whatever you're facing today, just keep going and please don't sit in it. Just feel it, process it and fucking seek support and just share it because you are not alone in whatever you're facing. I 100 percent guarantee if you reach out, you're going to find that there are so many people who are trying to process the same thing. And when you find that community, damn, do they help you process it because, man, they helped me process it. And I feel so much better letting it out instead of holding it in couldn't agree more and that goes for anything that you're going through not just this kind of issue you can reach out and there's always somebody who's going through something similar to you and can relate so seek those people out and form a group and talk about it and things will get better yes and please learn from my mistakes and hopefully this is some kind of nugget of wisdom (laughs) in here can help you in your life (laughs) absolutely all right folks that's going to do it for today's episode remember if you like this episode please share it with a friend or on social media because sharing sparks a conversation conversation leads to action and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle we want to thank you all for listening today and we will see you again next week see you later guys